0: From Pandora, welcome to A Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands, the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. I'm Drew. I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us today for episode number 11, where today we're going to be talking about our first impressions of Borderlands 3. Woo! (laughs) Woo! but first just a quick <laughs> reminder that you can always get in contact with us via Twitter at vault hunters pod or through our email a vault hunters guide at gmail.com and don't forget you can watch us record the podcast live on twitch.tv slash a vault hunters guide or watch the video version on YouTube by searching a vault hunter's guide to the borderlands holy shit <laughs> it feels it feels totally surreal to be here at this point like like it's not a future thing now now it's like we've done it we've st we've gotten our hands on it. we've played Borderlands
1: three. <laughs> we are no longer at hashtag zero point zero hours <laughs>
0: no we're I'm at like hashtag like twelve or fourteen hours.
1: no dude, I checked it out. that's just on like we're at like we're at like fourteen hours just on our playthrough together.
0: oh really? that's amazing, okay, yeah. so <laughs> then I'm at like hashtag like. 18 or 20 hours (laughs) something like that so
1: which you know over the court like for for two guys that both have full-time jobs over the course of three days that's pretty good
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i'd agree god bless my wife for putting up with this you know and like and your wife's been playing with us so i don't feel you know (laughs) (laughs) like she's been loving it my wife has been a friggin saint this weekend it's the
1: it's the funniest thing like at one point guys you don't understand like and uh, you know, and Drew has mentioned this to me. Like he mentioned this later that this was all pre-planned and everything like that. You know, but his wife at one point was like, "God, what?" She said she was, she was like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna go out for breakfast or something like that." And you're like, "Oh yeah, who are you gonna go with?" And then he's like, they there, helping me like kill stuff in Borderlands.
0: Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like, it me. I'm clearly doing things. So yeah, it feels. And, it and
1: feels yeah, to be fair, ahead. she was a saint about it. She's like, "No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm, I'm probably gonna call my." call one of my friends and we'll go out to breakfast you do you and <laughs> so right
0: right she's been totally understate i think that i get like a one weekend pass at just have uh, doing borderlands all weekend but yep. then after that it's gonna have to be like back to normal you know mm. <laughs> like hey this weekend you actually need to mow the lawn and stuff like that right. so uh but anyways um so it feels it feels kind of ridiculous to say how's your past two weeks in the borderlands because we're gonna get to all that shit so
1: oh will we we will we will
0: <laughs> so <laughs> let's go ahead and just skip right over that and get straight into the news
1: <sighs> why why you sound so depressed about that <laughs>
0: because the first topic in in the news like there's there's two topics and they kind of go hand in hand um there's been some we like'll we'll fully admit we'll steer into it where there's no there's no apologies here or anything like that so, a lot of there's a lot of issues with Borderlands
1: 3. OK, mm-hmm. great game. I love it. It's got some issues yeah. that need to be worked out. Right. And and for people listening, and we'll get into this in the, in the next part of it, to me, in no way, in any shape or form, does this make the game unplayable at all whatsoever, no. whether, whether you're a veteran or whether this is your first Borderlands game. This game is still way more than playable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It just definitely need it. Definitely, definitely though, needs some some updates done soon. Um, okay, so let's so specifically let's let's not just generalize it. So some of the specifics here are um, me personally. My the most frustrating thing for me has been uh, opening up my uh, skill tree. is it takes forever sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I load into a new area or something, the first time I load into my into my menu. Can take a while. I'm talking like 15 seconds a while, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I'm not typically, you know, hopping into my menu and swapping out weapons and updating and adding skills and stuff like that in the middle of firefights and everything. Oh yeah, but but it is it can be crazy frustrating. Like if you are rocking some kind of weapon and you're out of ammo, so you got to go and swap to a different weapon you know, you better find some place to hide because you may, it may take a while. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of other people are experiencing, uh, huge frame rate drops. Uh, some other people are having major, major issues with split screen. I haven't tried split screen yet, right? but I mean, that's, that's something that we've heard. Um, I, that's all that I can think of off the top of my head. What about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, those are the main things. Just, uh, I've just noticed some frame rate issues, things like that. Um, and the menu has been a little bit slow i don't for for some reason i don't think it's been as bad for me as it has been for you which is kind of surprising because we're both playing on ps4 so yeah
0: we're both playing on ps4 we're both using the exact same hard drive and 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 specs and everything in fact my playstation's newer than yours is yeah so it's really it's really odd um yeah oh oh i have heard of some other people like they go to like they'll go to uh kill a target, and the target's, like, not there, um, I don't Ooh. know, there's, 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 there are a couple other things.
1: Yeah, and then there's, and then there's some other small things that I've seen where, like, uh, I've seen, like, someone might pull up a gun in their inventory, and the gun just doesn't have a title, and that's because, um, this was a weird thing, I mean, did you hear about this at all? I think so,
0: yeah, it's, like, the gun spawned with like impossible parts or something like that. So it's not able to actually do a thing. So the damage is zero and weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard about that too. I haven't run into that, but I have heard of that. Again, these
1: are, you know, we don't want to make, we don't want to, you know, build this up. It's, these are small things and it has in no way impacted our, our enjoyment of the game at all. So,
0: right. I mean, it's, I, I'm not going to knock anybody. They are totally legitimate gripes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's also stuff that can be worked out. So be have some patience. It's going to be fun. It's not like, it. you're right, it doesn't make it unplayable. Like, I, I know we've talked shit about this game a couple of times, but like Anthem, unplayable. Because you can't, there were no servers, like there were server issues, and, and just the core functionality of like, you can't even equip weapons and stuff until you get back to the home base. Yeah, but my wife was,
1: couldn't, my wife couldn't even log into the game. Like, right, literally. right. I mean, that's
0: <laughs> game-breaking, can't, you know, like, awful shit that ruins it for you. Yeah. Borderlands 3 is still 100% playable. So we said that that ties into the next topic, which is a, a huge review bomb that people have been doing. Um, if you're unaware, a review bomb is when you have issues with the game, and you go and you leave a negative review on it, and it's been... yeah, And, and you just you don't even give it a chance to redeem itself before you go and leave a negative review on it.
1: Yeah. Or, uh, the, and, and, and this could be anything, honestly, it doesn't even have to be a game. This could be like a movie or a TV show or whatever.
0: Right, right. Like people have review bombed movies before they even came out because they didn't like who they chose for, you know, to as, as actors for certain characters. And that, that doesn't make any sense to me. This I kind of get it, but to me it still doesn't quite seem fair like because the game is still playable.
1: Well, and and the thing is that I it'd be different if they it'd be different if they weren't. Here's the thing, they're they're not review bombing Borderlands 3. They're review bombing Borderlands 2 on Steam.
0: Yeah, which is
1: that's dumb. Like let's let's dumb. be honest. Yeah, like That's dumb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if
0: if 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 you've I just don't understand that because Borderlands two stands alone on its own, on its own thing, you know, as far as how good of a game it is. Right. And so to so to go and review bomb, it just seems like a shitty thing to do. It like seems it, petty. And they, it, right, right, right. It's like you're, you can't be grown up enough to, to, you know, separate those two things. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I didn't see? I didn't, I mean, maybe maybe I just missed it, but I didn't see people go and review bombing Diablo 3 when they announced Diablo Eternal. Did that happen?
1: I will say this. I hadn't heard of such a thing, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. So, I don't know. But anyways, um,
0: yeah. To me, that's a really strange thing. That's, I don't know. I don't understand it. Give Borderlands 3 some time. Like, it's not like we said, it's not game breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
1: And, and honestly, in the grand scheme of things, this is still a very new venture for gearbox. And you're like, well, what do you mean? This is the third game they've had to get it right. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's a very different beast from the other two games or from the other, from the other three games, I guess I should yeah, say. Yeah.
0: As far as, as far as technical, technical details and everything, it is a an incredibly different game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's functionally and stylistically, and as far as the writing goes, it's still all the same, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just, it's it's the newest. That's what did you, what did Beth say the other day? Like this is the first game that Gearbox has done on the new Unreal Engine stuff yeah, like on that. Unreal Four, yep. Yeah. So. Plus there was some there's some kind of um, system that they're using for online matchmaking on PC that they haven't used before um it's it's a little bit weird
1: yeah there's a lot of different there's a lot more social aspects to it there's a lot of uh i mean everything is way bigger like the the areas are bigger and everything like that and they're playing with how you can actually load in areas and everything like that and how things work so i mean it's a very very different thing so i'm sure they'll get you know well and you know what's,
0: sorry i don't I don't want to interrupt but the funny thing to me is so the gaming community can be so weird right so let's let's look at these facts right here i feel like there's an overwhelming let's let's agree on three things okay Okay. gamers for the most part have been speaking out against having the devs be overworked right correct it's been a major major thing lately Um, It's why everybody's been praising Nintendo and everything for pushing back um, Animal Crossing and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because they don't, like as much as we love these games, we don't want the devs to get burned out and overworked. Correct. Which is great. Right. Also, when we're told a certain date that a game is going to be released, we want it released that date. Correct. Third. We want it to function perfectly, which is why you know Nintendo is pushing back Animal Crossing because they have some they got some shit to work out, right? Correct. You can't have all three of those for
1: the most part. I, I would say then, unless you are, you know, unless this is, and let me put it this way, unless this is one of a one of the big 3s like main flagship things like unless this right. is microsoft or sony or nintendo's main thing that they're doing i would agree with you on that i would say that any second or third party title will still have some stuff so right and, exactly
0: and that's just and that's just how it is i would have much personally i would have chosen ship it late, have it perfect, don't overwork the devs. That would have been my choice. I've been waiting seven years for this game. I can wait another six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gearbox decided to not go that direction, and that's fine because we still got the game when we wanted it. You know what I mean?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And again, still in a a very playable state that does not... uh, I would say for... I would say honestly, for ninety nine percent of people, is not going to ruin their enjoyment of the game.
0: Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. I would agree with that hundred yeah. percent. So that's kind of where we stand with the whole, uh, you know, performance issues and review bomb thing. It's a legitimate gripe but that doesn't give you right to review bomb other games that were amazing and shit all over it. And it's just doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. Go find a borderlands three form. If you want to do that, like, yeah, for sure. Honestly, that's, that's the advice I will give you. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately kind of a solemn note to end on uh, the news, but that's where we're at, but now let's get into some really, really fun stuff. So, yes. so this is kind of where we, where we go off on this. So, um, I mean, let's just talk about our experience so far, just a little bit. So we've been playing, um, you know we started playing right away when when we were able to on console uh right away at um Midnight Eastern um and you know that's we've just been having a having a blast like honestly we started out like i said it was it was myself and Drew and uh and my wife Beth and we've been playing basically on and off all weekend if something mm-hmm. has come up where you know, we couldn't play together or something like that, and then like usually pretty much unless we were all asleep, at some point someone has been playing Borderlands. Like like Drew and I are recording this now. Beth is currently starting a new solo character.
0: Like legit. <laughs> and I don't, I don't right. even think Drew
1: knew about that. So
0: No, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, so um yeah, she's starting up a solo zane, by the way, which I think will be pretty fun. She's kinda trying to run She's trying to run like a, a pretty hefty like shield build it looks like oh, so cool, she's cool. yeah so she's doing like the actual like shield thing and then the digit clone. so nice nice yeah.
0: that'll be fun. yeah um yeah, it's funny so like I didn't like I told you yesterday, you know we were playing yesterday as of this recording uh, we were playing we'd been playing all day long. my wife got home. I felt like spending some time with her just kind of chilling and everything. So I went to offline mode on PlayStation and like played Borderlands solo while she chilled right next to me and we talked about our days and everything. So like, right? <laughs> because I still wanted to fucking play. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I'm gonna be dropping a few f bombs in this episode later, so I'm gonna, I'll bleep them out for the audio version. But there it no, is. it's all
1: right. It's not a big deal. So, so anyways, so um, don't worry. At this point, we've, we're already we're already tagged as explicit on the podcast websites. So, right. So, I'm just so fucking hyped. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um yeah.
0: but yeah, so it's been so if you haven't watched Jeff and I play, you can still go on twitch.tv and watch uh and watch our previous broadcasts and see what we're doing and what we're up to and how we're building our our characters and everything. It's been it's been a really good time. Yeah. Um, end- I started off with a with a Flack playthrough. I started I went into the build that we went over in episode nine about, I did the build where we, it was a pet centric build around gamma burst and using the jabber to throw, to throw uh, barrels and, and and it was called gun monkey. And we basically, excuse me. We basically um, maxed out. I was working on maxing out pet synergies, but I, but I found partway through that in early game it seem it, it it's a little difficult to do. It's a little difficult to make it work out right, mainly because the cooldown time on Gamma Burst takes so friggin long. Yeah. Um, that it's difficult to 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 make it happen regularly. So I respect into a critical hit into the critical hit build that we're doing, and that seems to be working out pretty well.
1: Yeah, maybe at endgame, you know, you can go ahead and respec and maybe the the pet build will work out a little bit better, but we'll just have to see at that point.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. But at this point in early game, I'm going to I'm going to give you the advice now, like in early game, stay away from the pet centric build and use it more of as a support instead of the main the main dish. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm really happy so far with the build that I worked on for Zane, which is uh, the one where. You know, he kind of gets up and close to people with a shotgun, and that seems to work out really, really well, Um, especially because the way I'm running this thing right now, I've got the drone and the clone, and it's making it um, so that I have a stupid amount of gun damage when both of them are out, and when both Mm. of them are out, both of them stay out longer. So it's just a really cool uh, synergistic thing although i will say that i'm not swapping in and out between myself and the clone as much as i thought it would there is a okay. slight cooldown on it it's not much but uh i'm not i just don't tend to do that as much so um but maybe that'll change again later so and then um and then uh beth was running amara in our playthrough cuz she just likes sirens and so that's what she was doing is that she was she was making it so that it was all around the elemental build and everything like that um mm-hmm. and doing doing elemental damage because I think she's got it set up right now to where she actually does more damage uh she does more damage based off the amount of status effects that she's got going on on people
0: so yeah, so I did make a an Amara solo playthrough that I'm gonna be playing as doing like a one hundred percent run trying to get all the all the different um complete all the different challenges and all the different areas and everything. And that's the route that I was going to, because it, the, you can do, you can probably do a, a melee build in late game, you know, but again, in early game, it just doesn't seem quite as easy to do. You know what Mm -hmm. I
1: mean? Yeah, I gotcha. So, I mean, yeah, no, so far the game has been, has been fantastic though, and we're really enjoying it. It's
0: been really, really good.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a little bit of a surprise for you guys. Uh, We're going to go over some of the aspects that we talked about in the last episode in episode 10. We're going to be speaking to them now. We can't cover everything just because we don't feel um, we don't feel like we've spent enough time in game to be qualified about some of the aspects of it yet. So
0: right. Because as of this recording, Jeff and I have like 14 probably like 18 combined game hours in here. And which is, I th- I think that in fourteen hours, if you just did straight storyline, I think you could beat Borderlands two probably at least once.
1: Probably one and a half times. Yeah, so. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. So Borderlands forget- three is
0: not that game. It is much larger. It's going to take us a little while. So
1: and we're still learning things too. So like, I'll admit that Drew and Beth and I. It's tough for all of us because all three of us are those people where we'll get taken aback really quick and be like, "Ooh, I wonder what this thing is over here. And so we mm-hmm. might spend like an hour trying to do something and then just be like, oh, that's not a thing we can do yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I don't know how many times also, like I've told Jeff, we'll be playing and I'm like, I hear you guys shooting stuff. I'm so friggin lost right now because <laughs> like, I don't know these maps at all. Yeah, exactly. So, so. so it's going to take some getting used to and we'll have a final Final review of the game, I don't know, probably in a couple of months when we complete yeah. all oh. of the actual main storyline yeah.
1: stuff. I do have just a, a, a little bit of housekeeping as far as something goes. Um, there was a little tiny bit of news that we skipped over, and I don't think you even knew about it. So um, it was just something really quick that happened last night um, where uh, Randy Pitchford actually tweeted out a, a golden key on Twitter. Uh, for the new, uh, for the new golden chest that's on sanctuary, but it was, it was time locked. So from the time that he tweeted out, you had about an hour to use it. And I, you know, so yeah, and I, I pa- was,
0: I was aware of it, but I didn't see it until this morning. So, yeah.
1: So, uh, so I got my first look at it and I opened up the golden chest for the first time. Oh man. <laughs> like. It's it's really it's really pretty good. I got um, it opened up and it does the whole thing where it like opens and then folds out onto the side as well. Like that whole situation. Uh, There were six purples in there for me. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it works the same way where we're not going to be able to find legendaries in there or not. Like it does in Borderlands 2. Or you know what the situation is because it's worked slightly different in Borderlands One, where you can get legendaries, but it's only specific legendaries and things like mm-hmm. that. But either way, now I was kind of bummed because I had just gotten a really really nice shield, and this was all shields and uh, grenade mods.
0: Ah, uh, so womp, womp, womp. I
1: know I really wanted to see what actual kind of guns I could get, but still, I was I was know yeah, still really really nice. So so be on the lookout for those. Um as we see those, if they're still up, we're we're gonna try and be more active about tweeting them out uh as well oh, and yeah. retwe- retweeting them. So just be aware on that kind of stuff. Um but anyway, we're gonna get into this and uh we are going to um uh we are going to get into this oh uh do we wanna we did actually did have a fan email that came through um the other day as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had another email from Mike. Uh, you know, he was talking about how much he's enjoying Borderlands Three and how he's loving it, and uh, asked for our advice on uh, on a couple of things he's playing. He has two characters made up. His brother's getting the game. Wanted to know what characters we should pair up with him. So mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Mike again for uh, reaching out to us. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, thanks. So anyway,
1: uh, so we're a special
0: it. shout out real quick to our to our. I want to call him like number one super fan dreadnought. Mm-hmm. That dude is everywhere, all the time, always watching us, always tweeting at us, always hitting us up.
1: Yeah, Superfan number one. Yeah, always, always hosting our streams and everything like that. So you know, we really yeah. appreciate it. And you know, we get busy, and so we don't, uh, we don't always have as much time as we would like for you know, for you know, for fans and stuff like that. And it's just. It's not that we're too busy doing Borderlands things without the fans because we'd like to do more of that. It's just you know we do have full time stuff going on as well as far as jobs and families and whatnot. So true anyway. story. But uh, Jeff so has yeah.
0: 17 cats he has to take care of.
1: That's that's uh, accurate. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all accurate. It's two. They're they're pretty cool. So but they're anyway. huge. So what? <laughs> you don't even know. You never even met my cats. <laughs> You've met one cat and he bit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He's a fuck. Um. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, again, thanks dreadnought. We appreciate it. So uh, anyway, um, getting right into this, I guess. Uh, so we're going to go back over some of the questions that we had. Uh, let's, let's get this out. Let's get this out here. So uh, Will's question from before about the uh, opening scene uh, music. So we, bo- yeah, we both said that we would be really into, um, we would both be uh really into Gow, I can't re- oh, Electric Worry, that's it. By by Clutch. And yes. uh it was not that. Drew, do you wanna go over what it actually was?
0: Yeah, so it is a it's another song by The Heavy, who did the the intro song for Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. And they wrote the song specifically for Borderlands three. It's called Put It on the Line. I am if Electric Worry by Clutch would have been a ten out of ten, sorry, seven out of seven, uh, as far as uh, opening cinematic music, I'm gonna give Put It On the
1: Line like a six and a half. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and they do, and they have very similar feels to them as well. It really does.
0: I was I was really <laughs> shocked by that. It's got a really similar feel to it because it starts off really, you know, just kind of just kind of simple and you know, and a little bit quiet. And then it and then it builds into this full-blown, you know, just ass-kicking, ass-kicking song. And mm-hmm. I really, really love it. And this intro cinematic is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really pleased with it.
1: Yeah, the cinematic is really, really good as well. And then the, um, well, and I think this is all part of the same thing. Like, the Marcus voiceover is really, really good. And the animation for it is really good, too. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, i like mm -hmm. that so yeah overall uh not the song we would have picked still a really good song to fit the vibe of what's going on and the heavy did a good job with it so yeah
0: and it is definitely much more of a of an upbeat kind of thing because like um uh no heroes is just it's a little i don't know it's a little glum you know it's a Mm. little depressing sounding put it on the lines very upbeat and like you know just super super exciting and sets the tone for a fun exciting game
1: i agree so anyway um so here's something that we're going to run into um and we'll admit so far um well we have a lot of these opinions that are just kind of so far opinions so uh how good does the story have to be for you to not be disappointed and i think my answer previously was it had to be at least as good as the borderlands one story and you said like out of seven it had to be like a four out of seven or something like that yeah yep okay so from what we've seen to the story so far we have not reached the end of the story and because we've just keep on starting new characters and (laughs) everything but uh so far i you know i enjoy the story so far you know i i think it's pretty good i think i think it's as good as it has to be this sounds weird i think it's as good as it has to be for a borderlands game. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's I'm not uninterested in the story. It's definitely compelling and interesting and and a lot of people I think I, I've read a couple of reviews where a couple of people said that the calypsos like weren't as uh intriguing as Handsome Jack. I can't name hardly any video game Big bad bosses, you know, big BBEGs that are better, more well written, and interesting characters than Handsome Jack. So, Mm -hmm. I that was something we maybe should have addressed last time, but I don't, I didn't, I never anticipated the Calypsos to be as intriguing or nuanced as Handsome Jack, but at this point in the story, we've seen enough of them to where. They're intriguing, and I'm seeing flashes of how evil and, um, conniving and I don't know, and calculated as, as handsome, you know, as they should be.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think so far, um, as far as the basic storyline, it is kind of a borderland storyline. You always feel like you're just a step behind what everyone else is doing, and you're just struggling to keep up and everything like that. So it is it is the typical storyline as far as that goes. Um, so
0: I think that we can also actually, at this point, kind of avoid... Like, I don't think that there's... I know we said last time there were going to be spoilers and stuff. I think that we can actually speaks all this without giving away any spoilers at this point because yep. that's that's pretty much what we have as far as the story there are a couple of things that we've come across that are um that would be spoilery so but we're i think that we can we're just not going to talk about them at this point because it's you, we feel confident enough to to discuss what we've seen without saying them so
1: yeah yeah um, absolutely so so yeah, so far I am satis—I am satisfied enough with the story, um, and that's kind of my thing. Is I, I, some people are going to hate me for this, but I—I—I I, I, I don't need a great story in order to shoot things in the face repeatedly. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: So, going hand in hand with that, I told Jeff I was going to do this during this episode, and we figured now would be the right time. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. And it mainly has to do with some reviews that I read by professional journalists who review video games. And it has to do with the fact that um, a major thing that I've seen journalists cite as a negative in Borderlands 3 is the humor.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I told y'all I was going to be dropping some F-bombs in this episode, and here they is. It's fucking satire, people. Like, it's not... I don't know what these people are doing when they're playing this game, but I don't think that they have an understanding of what past Borderlands games were. Jeff, can you the very first boss in Borderlands
1: one, what's his name? His name is nine toes. What does it say on his splash screen? Also, he has three balls and we've talked That's the
0: kind, that's the kind of humor that you're getting in this game. And it's, and they've, they've, I've seen it described as like childish and asinine. And one good, one dude straight up called it yucky. And it's like, have you even touched a Borderlands game before this guy? It's, That's what it's supposed to be. That's the whole point of it. They're not... You know what it's not? It's not fucking Frasier the looter shooter, okay? We're not (laughs) going for goddamn highbrow, you know, think pieces as I'm going along doing a quest where I'm going to shoot a guy in the ass to get some extra money out of it. That's not what's happening here. So... And that's and that's fine, and I get it. It's it, it 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 um it is childish and asinine, and and it can be yucky. But like you gotta embrace the funny side of that. If not, you're not playing the right game series. If you want, <laughs> if you want incredible storyline and like go and go and play the or go and play Destiny, or go and play Tales from the Borderlands, because. That has a little less of the of the raunchy humor, you know, quote unquote. But the storyline is incredible in that game. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Don't play Borderlands then if that's not what you're feeling. I feel like th- there was there's been they mentioned stuff about how you know oh it's the same old same old thing. No, it ain't because if that's true then the humor would be outdated already because. With Borderlands two, when Anthony Birch wrote that, you would have memes that would last for months or, you know, years. And so you could put them into the game and it was fine. If you did that now, it'd be over already. You know? We'd be seeing we'd be seeing memes from last from last year. We'd be seeing, you know, Do You Know the Way memes and shit. And that's yeah. That would be terrible. So the fact that we're not seeing all that stuff is so refreshing to me. I was so happy to not see any kind of referential humor or anything And it's, and it goes back to more of the old, you know, Borderlands one style of like, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And granted they take a lot of shots, but every now and then that shit lands and it's, and it's really hilarious. And in a world right now where like you're either you either like hate the president or you hate the people that hate the president and where there's war constantly and just all this other crazy bullshit isn't it fine to just fucking laugh at a turd joke every now and then quit taking yourself so goddamn seriously i don't play borderlands to look for for you know to not escape The everyday, you know what I mean. Like, there's people who can't, you know, who are going through some serious shit right now, and to just be able to laugh at something absurd and ridiculous, like a pony named Butt Stallion, is totally fine. So, maybe take yourselves and take Borderlands a little less seriously, because when it comes to gameplay and when it and, and all that shit the game is money. All right. So I'm not expecting everybody to, to enjoy all the same humor. You know what I mean? So I gave this example to my wife yesterday when I was talking about this. When you watch the movie elf, right? Have you seen elf, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So during the one scene, he like covers his spaghetti with chocolate syrup and M&Ms and all this other bullshit. And you know who laughs at that? fucking everybody because it's funny you don't know, don't if some old guy if some you know 60 year old dude is like that's an, i don't find that entertaining well, you should probably not be watching this movie then but me as a 30 something i can sit down and watch it with my kid and they can laugh at it or i could sit down and watch it with my parents and they can laugh at it because it's funny because we're not expecting to take this thing seriously so settle down if you don't like it go play something else All right.
1: That was, like, a whole thing. Yeah, all right? Tired now.
0: Yeah, I'm good. Right. I just, it really pissed me off, because I saw, it was, like, across the board, multiple reviews said that, and I'm like, you didn't know what you were getting into
1: then. Like, like it was, like, whatever. it was, like, the popular thing to, like, shit on it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, you know, that's kind of where I stand on that.
1: <sighs> Moving you on. Some- do you, you got a water ball there? I'm scared for you right now. I got a like, water. I'm good. All right. Okay, good. So, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate that, that rant. I think it was a solid rant. Gracias. So, <laughs> no problem. So, so yeah. Um, you know, from <laughs> I f- now, I feel like, like where we should have th- put
0: it at the end just because it's like, all right, where do we go from here?
1: <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's fine. And I think, you know, I think you have, I think you have several valid points, you know, and and it makes sense and you know. I think that's the thing is that you know, I have the right to I have the right to laugh at whatever I want and you know, people have the right to tell me that I'm childish or whatever about it, but I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like exactly. That's the thing.
1: So, anyway, uh moving along, um I mean, we kind of covered the general storyline premise and everything like that, so Um, any major character deaths, uh, so far from what we've seen, there have not been any major character deaths. There are, there are a couple of key players that are kind of, kind of missing though, that we haven't gotten into. So
0: yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about that or no?
1: Um, look, this is really the first point where this actually matters So we will say I'm going here right now and saying that uh, there will be some spoilers in this episode, some very minor spoilers that aren't really necessarily story type things ish, but, um, you know, there there will be some spoilers in here. So we're we're just going to leave it at that. Uh, If you don't want to be spoiled, then, you know you know, we appreciate you checking out this far into the podcast. (laughs) Um, I could, I could do the professional thing and do a dub over and tell you, you know, where the spoilers end. That's a lot of work and I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes anyway. So, um, get one of the spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. Where is, where is Zed? Yeah, that's the first question. Where the hell is that
0: guy? Yeah. I, I Like, I, you see his med vendors and shit. Yeah, Where so the hell is he? Yeah. Like, they just haven't even,
1: like, mentioned him yet. It's super right. weird. It's
0: so odd. Uh, like, I'm hoping that we... Again, we're not all the way through the game. I'm hoping that we see him on, like, Eden 6 or something. You know, he's in hiding. I don't know.
1: Well, and, and the thing is, is that that means that Tannis is now in the infirmary, and that scares me more than having Zed in the infirmary, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, because she would be like, oh, man, that is a
0: really interesting injury. So I'm going to let you I'm going to let you suffer and see how long it takes you to die from that. Right. As exactly. opposed to Zed, you know, pulling a pulling a
1: Farnsworth and being like, there's only one thing that can save
0: you, possibly this thing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Because
0: that's a Zed move. So,
1: yeah. So, Um. yeah, we haven't seen so we haven't seen Zed yet. We don't know where he is. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, you know, so far, we still have only seen um as far as the previous vault hunters go um you know from borderlands 2 we've still only seen uh athena or not athena maya so far right
0: yeah so
1: really really strange there and i get it there's a big cast they might have to cut it down and everything like that so but uh you know we'll see where it goes so so yeah so far no major character deaths and uh you know we'll see where it goes
0: yeah uh next question on here will handsome Jack be in the game at all?
1: uh if he is he hasn't been in there yet, yeah the most that we've seen is that there was a reference to him of a of a handsome jack super fan called handsome Jackie
0: yeah, that was fun
1: that was that was literally it. I don't think not gonna I, lie to I, we we messed her up. we did mess her up she got she got she got laid out so <laughs> but yeah um. um. There's also, like,
0: a... I mean, they, it's not like they're ignoring that Handsome Jack is is a thing. Um, it's just... Because you can get, like, there's a weapon trinket that's, like, a Handsome Jack mask that, like, hangs as, like, a little keychain kind of thing from your gun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, okay, so I thought that it was weird, though. Um, I want to say it was... Um, I want to say it was Vaughn that says that the Calypsos are, like the most evil people that he's ever seen on Pandora. And it's like, you worked for Hyperion. Like, how do you not <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, unless the Calypsos are straight up cannibals or something, I don't like, I'm not seeing it. Well, I mean, they kind of are kind of, but not, not like full on. F- I, mean, I mean, at this point, they're not like full on, like, we're literally killing and eating people you
1: know well, I, what mean, I mean no but they are i mean like spoilers again uh 54321 as a siren i mean she is consuming people to help keep her brother alive though true but that's so they're just killing him. oh that's all
0: that's all yeah. they're doing <laughs> like, all right i guess i guess that's all handsome jack was doing too but i don't know for some reason he just seems he still seems more evil to me than the calypsos
1: well it's because he's he's he he's menacing and he always thought that he was doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the part that freaks me out the most is that he did like, like they're like, not doing it because they think it's the right thing. They they're doing what they're doing because they feel they have a right to do so. And whereas handsome Jack is like a, like a true, even though, even though, uh, Tyreen and Troy are definitely sociopaths. Handsome Jack was like a maniacal, psychotic, sociopath with delusions yeah. of grandeur, and yep. just and like and and as all that comes out of my mouth, the back of my brain is going, yeah, but so are the Calypso's. It's like, yeah, but okay, but if Handsome Jack is a ten across the board on all those, and the Calypso's are just narcissistic and, you know, less so
1: sociopaths and and shit. So right and the other the other big thing is that i don't know they both kind of do the same thing where they only use people as as a means to an end like people have no value to them but at the same time at the same time the calypsos know that they wouldn't be anything without the without their army and without their people
0: yeah they fully acknowledge it um, they they discuss you know because they because they talk to you constantly yeah. um, <laughs> she fully acknowledges that the that the army of bandits that they have are willing to to fight and die for them and maybe maybe that's how we beat them in the end is we reveal that they're ri- that they're not you know gods and that mm-hmm. they and so the army turns on them and so then they've just got them.
1: You know I don't know, I don't know yeah. Um, yeah that's that's the thing is like at the end of it even even though even though Jack felt that like Jack felt that he didn't need people he didn't need anyone all he needed was himself and he was confident that he could take on literally the entire galaxy just by himself, and, and he, he was, was pretty. he was right <laughs> yeah, yeah he was right, so so yeah that's kind of that's kind of the thing so like even even when his you know even when his you know daughter was you know, even when his daughter was killed, like, even at that point, he was like, nope, I've still got this, even though I no longer have, you know, an, an all-knowing, all-seeing, you know, siren daughter that can link into any machine on, you know, anywhere. I, I, I still, I still got this. You yeah. Know?
0: And and he, and he did. He and
1: did, he, did and this. He, I was gonna say, he did, though. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. We um, we, kind of, we kind of got off the rails there, but Handsome Jack is not in the game. <laughs> 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 so, um, so
0: uh, I think, I don't remember whose turn it is. Uh, what mechanic do you think you will like the most, sliding and mantling or the interactive environment?
1: So, I'm a sucker for jumping puzzles, and I really, really like the mantling thing. Like, I'm not sure, but did you do, because Beth and I did this, there's... Uh, Oh, that's one of the other things. One of the other challenges in there. There's like the radio thing where you got to go turn off all the radios for Tannis. So it stops oh, spouting yeah, the, the stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, the Typhon DeLeon. Uh, no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. This is a separate thing. Oh, no, sorry. This is for Moxie. My bad. The Moxie thing where she's like, hey, I'm sick of hearing the Calypsos all the time, but they've got radios everywhere. So so turn them off so you can like, mm, yeah, you know, that yeah, thing. Yeah, I do
0: remember that now.
1: Dude, there's one that's like a crazy jumping puzzle on Athena's. Mm-hmm. And I had so much fun like trying to figure it out, be like, well, if I can't do this here, and then maybe I can do it over here, or maybe I can do that there. Like it took me like ten minutes just to like on this one jumping puzzle to figure it out. But I was very satisfied because like I was at like the very top of a tower, like the highest tower in Athenis, like looking down on everything. And you know, that as soon as I was done doing my thing up there, I did a butt slam off that off that mofo. Like <laughs> <laughs> You just
0: yitted yourself off the side. <laughs> I
1: did. I totally did. So it was fun, but I mean, it's still like tied with the interactive environment, honestly. Like sliding into a barrel and kicking it and then exploding it over a bunch of bandits is really satisfying.
0: Yeah, I haven't been able to do that yet. I have, I, I gotta say though, I'm mantling everything. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm like I could climb this thing. I could climb that thing. I'm gonna climb this thing. Maybe there's a chest. Maybe the, most of the time there's not. But I just like the fact that I can climb on everything now.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So, so. for
0: me, so for me, it's mantling. For you, it's mantling as well. You would say probably most likely, yeah. Because so. I'll, I'll be honest, like the mo- like the interactive environment thing, we saw that in the gameplay, in the original gameplay reveal. You know, they shot the pipe and then they lit the oil on fire. I just have a real hard time paying attention to that stuff when i'm trying to not die Um, agreed yeah so i feel like the more the more repetition that i get with the game the more times i play through it the more i'm going to see that stuff Mm
1: -hmm. and i'll be
0: like oh i'll bet you i can do something with that and and do cool shit but at at this point I, i can't and and uh so i just do a lot of mantling and exploring and seeing if i can find chests everywhere
1: yep so, all right, so, um, we can talk to this. So first solo playthrough character so far.
0: Yeah. So I had one that I thought was going to be a solo character, <laughs> but then you roped me into playing with you guys again. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You son of a bitch. Um, so I started a Mo's playthrough and that has been a whole lot of fun actually. Mm-hmm. I really was enjoying that. I'm doing the build where <laughs> when I get back inside my giant metal mechanical bear, you better watch out. Uh mm-hmm. the 1.0. And it's all based around maximizing Moes shields and uh maximizing Iron Bear's damage. Go check out episode 9 for that build. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's a lot of fun because like we were playing together not on stream. Sorry. And it was, it was working pretty well because, if I remember right, you were playing as Amara.
1: I was playing right? as Amara. Beth was playing as Flack.
0: Right, right. And so you guys were doing pretty well at one-on-one combat. And you're just, like, at one point we're playing and we're headed into the uh, Holy Broadcast Center. And you're like, oh, there's a badass over here. And I just, whop, 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 like, into the, <laughs> into the Iron Bear. And just, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like, it was just... <laughs> I straight mess that dude up and mm. that's super fun. And, or like it, when there's a group of enemies, you just, I can't even see because there's so much fire and all this other shit going on everywhere. And I'm just mm. destroying this whole, this entire mob. And it's a lot of fun. It's a really great way to play. Uh, my first true solo playthrough though, so far has been Amara. I talked about that a little bit. I'm doing like the elemental style build there. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm doing a like a 100% run. I'm probably going to be streaming that uh, on our Twitch page uh, on the regular at some point. So yeah. check that out. It's 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 cool. It, it works nice cuz there's always like a bigger boss that I that I get with phase grasp and kind of work on the other you know and I either take it out or take out the smaller mobs in the meantime and Sure. And it's nice and as I get more and more elemental weapons it's going to be even better perfect all right
1: yeah i actually have not started a solo playthrough yet but my first one will be Moe's, and i'm going to be starting that with uh with you guys uh on stream so i plan on actually doing the same one that drew is because uh, i think his mo's build that he's doing with uh, beth and i is going to be something where it's not it's it's not it's not for streaming purposes it's for it's for friendship purposes <laughs> as yeah, it's for personal as enjoyment yeah exactly so but i'm really curious to see how a true solo mose works out and the nice thing is if i don't like that then i i'm definitely going to go with the splash damage and grenades and things like that uh, which is the other one so which Mm uh also you can check that out on episode nine which was that was the things that make you go boom (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: yeah
1: um idea so i'm really excited about it like as soon as I saw Drew playing Moe's, I knew I was going to have a good time with it. Cause I really underrated how that looked and how cool that seemed from a third person perspective. Cause like all of a sudden he just came in from the side of my screen as just like bump, bump, bump. You know, <laughs> just like, and and like, we're like level two and I'm like, what is, what is that? Is that a laser? And he's like, nah, it's a rail gun. And I'm like sick. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sick. Um, so the only one that I don't have any, uh facetime with at this point is zane mm-hmm. um so we'll see how that works but uh, but i really enjoy flack i'm really enjoying amara i'm really enjoying Mo's. all three of them are are pretty good and we'll discuss um them a little bit more later um mm-hmm. next
1: question though uh how good will radiation be I'm going to go on record here and say that I kind of call this one a little bit. I think radiation works exactly as we thought it would. And I think it works really well as far as, um, cause it does, you know, it does like a little bit of damage over time and everything like that. And it also increases damage and it spreads to other people. So it does kind of tend to work a little bit like, uh, like corrosion corrosion did in borderlands one. And, and it, and it's really good. It's really fun. Like if I see something, if I see a gun with radiation on it, I tend to gravitate towards that a little bit honestly
0: yeah the so the first version of flack that I was playing as used gamma burst, which uh, opens a rift in space and basically your pet runs through there and just starts jacking things up and I was using the jabber because the jabber is able to dig up radiation barrels. And then also I had an action skill augment where the jabber was had like a like emanated radiation while in gamma blast, Um, Mm
1: -hmm. and it was
0: it's really really fun and it messes people up. There was a couple of times when we're fighting things and just using using gamma gamma burst, not gamma blast, gamma burst, and then sending the jabber through there and. Then locking onto an enemy and having to jab or throw a radiation barrel at it, you could with for a reasonable sized enemy, you could reduce their uh, health by like a third without even doing anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
0: was really really solid. I just like I said, the only problem was that the cooldown on Gamma Burst was so friggin' long that I just couldn't couldn't do it reliably enough and, mm. and quickly enough, in my opinion. Sure, but. I agree. I tend to, if, if, if I'm playing, I will take a radiation weapon against pretty much everything, unless they have a specific thing that they are vulnerable to. Sure. Um,
1: yeah. Like if so someone's, like if you, someone's got a big shield, you obviously want a shock weapon instead or whatever.
0: Right. Right. Or if they're armored, you're using, you're using corrosion, et cetera. But, but the, you're like, radiation is a nice middle of the road. Catch all that helps get dots on everything. Mm-hmm. So, so that's really pretty cool. I've been saved by that a lot of times too. Like oh, yeah. I'll light something up with radiation damage and I go into fight for my life and I'm like there is nobody around at this point so, mm-hmm. but I'll but I'll be revive off of dots that off of something I shot a while ago. Yep. So, it's
1: nice. Yeah, so it is really good. So, all right, so uh, this is this is a fun one, because I think this is very different from what we initially thought. So which gun manufacturer do you see yourself gravitating towards? Oh, what's that look for, Drew?
0: <laughs> I've been using so much Vladoff and doll shit, it's ridiculous.
1: Because <laughs> you initially thought you were going to use a ton of Jacob's stuff, right? Yeah, I thought that I was going to do a lot of
0: Jacob's and Malawan stuff, and... I've just I think I have to accept it at this point. Jacob's sniper rifles are never ever again going to be as powerful as they were in Borderlands 1.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because they were just super OP in Borderlands 1. They really were. And yeah. like there's nothing wrong with them, and I actually am still rocking I'll still rock one if it's good enough now, because when you get a uh, most of them have this uh, secondary ability to where, if you get a critical hit with them, with a uh, with a sniper rifle, it'll ricochet, it, or with a Jacob's weapon, it'll ricochet, um, and it'll take you know hit a, do additional damage to other other mobs around you and stuff. It's just it's just not as powerful as as it used to be in Borderlands One, and that's it's fine. Um so i've been using a lot of i've been using a lot of doll and a lot of vladoff stuff including sniper rifles, which seems weird mm-hmm. because it is but I don't know what else to to do it the vladoff stuff has a great fire rate on it doll stuff is really really good in burst mode and what what the doll sniper rifles seem to do is like in burst mode you've got a certain zoom let's call it let's call it five right five x zoom yeah but then they'll go like full auto but have like 25 times zoom and you think that sounds fantastic until and it is if you're not if you're all the way across the other side of the map from somebody if you're within a reasonable normal shooting distance Anything over like fifteen makes it a bitch to, to actually get your reticle on somebody.
1: And I can actually I can actually back that up. <laughs> so it is yeah. kind of a pain.
0: Yeah, because you and because I showed it to you, I was like, this thing's terrible to to try to get somebody from far away with. And you're like, and I explained it to you, and you're like, that seems backwards. Why would you be bummed about that? And I was like, here, take this thing. I'll show you. <laughs> and I went over at a reasonable sniping distance and you like tried to get a reticle on me and all I did was just move a little bit and you have to, it's just a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, it's great though. If you're, if you do have a huge open area and you can stay way far away, but other than that, I pretty much just use burst mode anyways. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just, you know, throw three, four rounds into a guy and get him down to nearly nothing and let somebody else finish him off. So,
1: mm-hmm. yep. So, um, Oh, and also,
0: uh, I so my answers were Jacob's and Malawan, and Malawan works totally different than I expected also, in that you have to charge up your shots, which again is fine, It's it just works differently than, than I'm used to. Um, right. Because is just known for just, yeah, we do elemental damage, well now you have to like charge up your shot, which Re- at first, regard- reg-
1: Regardless of the weapon type right right yeah yeah shot shotgun pistol whatever you know sniper rifle anything you
0: know yeah which doesn't it and i thought that that would bother me and and it did at first because i just you know i would pull the trigger and it would start to charge you'd be like you know but then it would like go away because yeah because i let let off the trigger
1: yeah because you just tap the trigger instead of actually right right yeah
0: so what it is more is think of it as like it's charging up Essentially, and it's and it works as a semi-auto once it's fully charged. So I don't have an issue with that. Or no, it's actually it actually works as like a slow full auto because you only need to because you don't need to let go of the trigger. So if I'm shooting a guy from far away, I pull the trigger and it goes, and then it and then it bang 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 until I'm out. Um, if I don't release my my trigger, sure. So and I'm fine with that because. Again, what I'll do is I'll get a reticle on somebody, get him. Let's say I get him down to only a quarter of his life. At that point, I'll release the trigger because Mm -hmm. I've since it's a mallow, and I've probably doing some kind of elemental damage to him, and I'll let that whittle him down to nearly nothing or or to kill them. Right. So, I mean, and that works. That's working out best in a team scenario where you and another player are closer, and whereas I'm staying back and kind of doing. You know, as much damage as I can, but I don't want to waste ammo by totally killing them. Sure. If I did it again, then I'd be then I'd have like three, four shots that do nothing. Sure. And I just don't see the point in that when you guys are already in the fray.
1: No, I got gotcha. you. No, that makes so that's, that makes total so sense. that's how
0: Jacobs and Mal have been working. I'm like I said, I'm not crazy about what's up with Jacobs, just because it's not super OP. I know it's a dumb thing to get mad about, but I am. Um, yeah. And Malawan is different, but it's fine. I don't have an issue with it. I see myself rocking a shit ton of Malawan with Amara in this elemental build that I'm doing.
1: Perfect. All right. Um, Myself, personally, um, I am actually really, really liking... uh, Specifically, I'm really liking Hyperion stuff, which is weird to say because I've never really liked Hyperion things. Um, Hyperion shotguns, especially, uh, and it's mainly because I'm using them a lot on my Zane build. And that works great because Hyperion shotguns have the shield, which is really really nice. And they've got it's got the shield, and uh, it still does the thing where it gets more accurate and everything like that. And it's really really nice because I can just go in there, and again, as I mentioned earlier, if I have both of my action skills up, I'm doing like I'm doing a stupid amount of extra damage on there. Uh, from having both those up and then I can just walk in slowly to a guy with my shotgun. That's got a shield up and the shield is blocking stuff, but I can just go ahead and still just hold down the trigger and it gets more accurate and just point that thing right up his nose. And then as soon as I do that, uh, I generally just bop out cause my, I actually leave my clone a little bit further away as like an escape kind of a thing almost now, mm. which I I thought I was going to be using it the other way. I thought I was going to be using it to get in close to enemies. And I'm actually using it as like an escape kind of a thing, but it still works out really well. So I, I really like that. And again, I actually do really, you know, I'm sitting here the entire time and I was thinking of an answer. And then I realized that it's probably not the correct answer, which is that for myself, I'm actually really enjoying Atlas guns a lot. They're just very, very consistent from what I've seen. And Every once in a while, having that, that homing shot that they do with the smart bullets is really, really nice. Like, you know, if I've got an annoying flying enemy, I can hit them once with the tracker, and then just as long as I get even close to them with the smart bullets, it works out and, and they take damage from it. So it's really, really nice to be able to do that. And I don't feel like it's like gimmicky or anything like that. It feels natural to be able to do it, but like I've had enemies flying up in the air and I've just hit them once with that and it works out really, really well. So, so nice. yeah, surprise. So surprisingly, that's kind of the thing, you know, um, I'm really enjoying Hyperions and especially for shotguns. And then, um, uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm actually not enjoying Molly one stuff as much. The whole charge shot thing. I've never been a fan of Uh really, Really, in any game, because there have been a couple other games where it's been similar, but I've just not been a fan of it. So,
0: well, and it was similar in um, it was similar in Borderlands One with like the Iridian style sniper rifles. Mm-hmm. You would like charge up your shot and let it go, but I feel like that was such a slow moving projectile that it was yeah. basically useless. Whereas in in BL three, it's actually it's the bullet has normal travel speed and everything, so it doesn't it doesn't affect me as much. Mm-hmm. Um, quick sidebar about those Hyperion weapons: the other cool thing about it is that a lot of them have that ability to where if you take any shots in the shield, your next shot is amplified some.
1: Yeah, which is really S- pretty cool. So that's again, that- really really cool. Yeah, and again that works out great for the shotgun build I'm doing. So
0: <laughs> yeah. How weird is it though that like out of the four manufacturers that we thought that we'd that you know, separately we thought we'd be using, we're using three different ones.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really,
0: really interesting.
1: I will say though, as far as like doll weapons go, I do actually like doll weapons pretty good too. That was like it was a debate between Atlas and Doll, which is weird because I've never liked doll stuff. I did you know, doll stuff was okay. I mean, like, here's the thing, we'll be honest about this. Borderlands one the The name on the gun wasn't as big of a deal as the specs on it. So, I mean, Jacobs, you know, I mean, they still had slight differences and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, you just picked up the gun, and if it had, you know, if it had more, you know, if it had more green numbers than red numbers, then you got it. You know, (laughs) like right, right,
0: yeah. And then that big, there was a big shift in Borderlands two where it actually made a difference as to who manufactured it, and and that has held true in Borderlands three. It's really you're right sorry you were on a thing about doll though like I yeah DAL, like we've never I think that you and I actually the only doll that we ever recommended was uh, in our very first episode we talked about like if you're gonna get an assault rifle I guess you should get a doll you know
1: that's that's pretty much it like but I but can't, now I, yeah
0: doll is I don't know if it's that everything else is a little bit worse or if doll's a little bit better but somehow they've all they're all fairly equal just it just kind of depends on what you want to do
1: yeah exactly so they're here's the thing they're not they don't feel gimmicky anymore they feel and i don't even think this is the right word to describe it they feel nuanced yeah
0: like it yeah it feels are you talking doll specifically or like all manufacturers
1: like like all like all manufacturers like they don't feel like gimmicky it's like oh well if you want as many bullets as you can pump out, then get a Vlad off, you know, and everything like that. It's, it's that they, they all are pretty good. And generally, again, if it's got more green numbers than red numbers, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it, but there's still enough to consider even with the number differences and the spec differences to still take it into account. And that's cool.
0: Yeah, I agree because it does seem like a, like a really natural progression that seven years ago, the manufacturers were at this point and now this many years later, they're at this point, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, they've, they're like, we have a gun that does explosive damage, you know? And it's like, Hey, now that explosive damage that you love works as like a sticky grenade kind of thing. Yeah. And that's that's just so cool. And it it just seems like it, it almost adds like a, like a, layer of realness to it as like like okay not only does gearbox have, you know, R and D teams being like, okay, where you know, what are we doing with this game? It's almost like within that they have, okay, you work for these guys. Where do you take this style of weapon? Mm -hmm. So and that's just super, super neat to me. Kudos to Gearbox on getting on getting the weapons right. Mm -hmm. And because and, and but but as with all things just because it's new doesn't make it better right so
1: yeah i like i'm going to equate this to something that maybe some people out there can relate to and i'm hoping so more um and i could probably relate it to to real world firearms but i feel like this is probably going to be a better way of going about it you got to think about it this way like the cool thing is that we've seen is that um the way that I would describe how we've seen the gun manufacturers adapt and change over the games is similar to is similar to guitars. Mm, And, um, Andrew, you probably have an idea where I'm going with this, but like back in the day, when all these guitar manufacturers started coming out, it's like, Hey, guess what? It's got six strings and it makes sound like, like that was kind of the thing. And we're, and we're seeing that as time goes on, they're changing. And it's like, all right, well, uh, so what are we going to do? And then people started coming out with these crazy things. And it's like, well, this guitar is way better than everyone else's guitar. Cause it's got 32 different tonal options on it. Or this guitar is, you know, has no headstock for tuning stability or, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And now we've kind of shifted back to where it's like, Hey, Hey, Guess what? Um, that uh, that guitar that doesn't have a headstock and it's got tuning stability. We want to make it even more stable now. So we're going to give you frets that instead of are straight up and down, they're in a fan shape across the fretboard because that's actually better for your strings and easier for playing. And someone's like, okay, well, well, we're not going to do that. We've uh, instead of doing that, we're actually, um, you know, we're actually making it so that you can pull and push this knob out, and instead, it actually separates the signal from between the pickups that actually pick up the sound and everything like that. So you can have everything from a, uh, you can have everything from, you know, uh, a 1980s BC rich mockingbird to a Fender Stratocaster, you know, stuff like that. So, and it right. kind of goes along that same thing. Maybe I got a little too into the weeds on guitar there, but I feel <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, there are some people that are going to appreciate that. It's, it's like anything else, you know, it's same thing with, um, you know, same thing with people that play board games where it's like, hey, you know, you roll a dice and you move around to now it's like now you've got specific players and this card can do this and this card can do this or, you know, now you've got, you know, I don't know, just anything, you know, anything like that. I mean, look at cars, even cars are the yeah, same it was, way. That's
0: the, that's the analogy that I would use as cars is like because, you know, 30 years ago, your cars had radios and a cassette player and they were pretty much all the same. That's an analogy for Borderlands 1. You know, they're all basically the same. They kind of do different things depending on functionality. And then you get to like 15 years ago and now we're get 15 or 10 years ago, and now we're getting into some of them have Bluetooth and some of them have backup sensors and some of them have this and that. And that's pretty cool. And that but and now we're getting into stuff to where it's like some of them have touch screens and backup cameras and
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: turn sensors and all that stuff which can be great, but it can also simultaneously be overwhelming and sometimes unnecessary because you know what I don't need to do as a a man who lives in the frozen north, not Canada, but basically, you know what I can't do in a vehicle with a touchscreen? I can't operate that thing with gloves on, okay? That does me Mm -hmm. no good. Yep. (laughs) So thanks for the technology advance, I guess. You know, Ooh.
1: meanwhile but, there's some meanwhile, there's some companies out there getting rich off touchscreen gloves, like <laughs>
0: right right they're gonna buy special gloves for this shit, you know, so it, it's just a split of like things can go it just it's all in how you use it, so but it's kudos to to them for making everything seem like everything is really well balanced as far as guns go like nothing is exceptionally amazing but nothing's terrible at all just depends on how you use it Mm -hmm. that question took a lot longer than i expected
1: yeah but it was a fun one though
0: yeah it was uh which okay so here's here's another one that we kind of can answer but not really which planet do you see yourself enjoying the most we both answered eden 6 and neither
1: one of us has been there surprise I like Athena's. I wish that there was more done with it so far, because I think Beth and I pretty much did everything that we can do on it so far. And I kind of hope that we go
0: back there later because it is, it's, it's gorgeous and just a really nice change from, from Pandora. Um, Promethea has been, has been a really good time too. Although the maps on Promethea can get super, super uh complicated
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we can get separated and it take it'll take forever for us to get back together yeah um but but it's still a super good time uh Prometheus is cool pandora is still awesome athenas so far has been my favorite out of the places and, we've been
1: to and athenas is where i got my first legendary drop
0: noise what was it do you remember
1: yeah, it was the uh, brainstormer or brainstorm, mm. I think. So we got that from a quest that you found. That was where you found that that hammerlock quest for the chupacabrach. <laughs> oh right, right. So, and that was that was wicked fun. I'm not. I don't. I don't think that's a specific drop. I think it, I think that was a world drop on that. Mm, cool. So, yeah, because um, I don't
0: remember because I didn't get that thing from there. Even though we're well, we'll talk about that in a second.
1: Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but that thing was was wicked fun. So. All right. Um. Here's here's gonna be a pretty easy one. Which mode intrigues you more, classic or instanced?
0: Three, two, one. Instanced. Instanced.
1: Easy. Absolutely. Dude, it's so nice to be able to do it because um, it it's just nice because you know we can go through it and it's and you're getting you you, you're getting more loot out of it. It's like well, you're only getting your loot. Yeah, but when you're playing with other people, it's a co-op thing. So you can be like, hey. Does somebody need uh, this? Does somebody need you know? Does somebody want a uh, Hyperion shotgun that has fire damage on it? to be like, yeah. And it's like, all right. You just grab it and then you throw it on the ground and you're good. Yeah, we know we can <laughs> yeah. use the trade system. No one's no one's using the trade system. <laughs>
0: At me, I dare you. Say something. About <laughs> it. Um, so. it's really it's really been like we thought that we were going to use classic for just the three of us playing together. And we thought that we had that set up when we went into the game, but we didn't. And then we were like, Oh man, this is way better.
1: <laughs> this, this It's, it's way, it's way better. I'm looking at it now and I'm not sure I can really think of a reason because they make it so simple. I mean, that's all you have to do is like, it's not even like you have to go through anything complicated. Again, you call something out and be like, Hey, does somebody want this? If somebody does you grab it, you throw it on the ground. It's literally that easy.
0: Yep. That's so, all you do,
1: the, and, and literally, we, and
0: we're still doing that same kind of thing, and we're looking out for each other. Like, like I'll be like, "Hey, Beth, I found a, a Malawan SMG that does corrosion and shock. You want it?" And she'll be like, I'll, t- "I'll take a look at it." X menu triangle, and it's and she's like, "Oh, that's that's pretty sweet, but I've got one that's a little better, and that's fine because then I can either pick it up again and sell it, or she can sell it. I don't really care." Yeah, but but if we're playing and we open a chest, and you find a purple sniper rifle, and I find a blue shotgun, we can, in the same slot, it's fine. You know, it's all good. Mm -hmm. So, it just, it, depending on the number of people that you've got playing, it multiplies your chances
1: of good loot
0: by that many. If you're playing with two people, it doubles your chance. If you're playing with three people, it triples it, etc.
1: Yeah. Literally, the only thing that could be... Any easier than the way they have it set up is if there was something where you could, like, if you could, like, use the D-pad or a thumbstick or something like that to to mark something. Be like, hey, does anyone want this? And then you go, like, could you imagine this? So, like, you'd be like, hey, does anyone want this? You say, yeah, I want that. You go and you, like, say left click on the thumbstick over the item card and instantly it pops in everyone else's game.
0: Yeah, that'd be sweet.
1: Wouldn't it? So, and I'm only using left thumbstick as the option, because I honestly don't remember what the left thumbstick does in Borderlands 3 right now.
0: (laughs) Wait, you don't remember what the left thumbstick does?
1: Ah, it's Sprint, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What do you, walk everywhere? Weirdo. So what's the right thumbstick? Melee. I've been up for too long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... All right, uh, it's, next question. It's, look, it's it's second nature at this point, all right? It's all just muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. You just you be like, I can do it. I can't explain it, though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, how well will things be balanced? Will dots matter? Is Are things balanced around one character? This is probably the most impressive thing, technically, in my opinion, from Borderlands 3, is that at this point, everything is incredibly balanced. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have had, so our main playthrough, me as Flack, you as Zane, and Beth as Amara, it's very, very well balanced. Because like I said, I'm doing more of the long range kind of thing, and you guys are doing the face-to-face kind of thing, and we're both, and we're all doing, you know, pretty good amounts of damage. It seems to be working out extremely well
1: hmm You'll always have those one or two bosses or one or two enemy types where someone might be a little bit more uh, geared towards it, but it's okay because um, it evens out and, and it really does actually balance out that for everything that you're good at, you're also going to be poor at something else that somebody can pick up the slack with.
0: Right. For example, it was difficult... Um, quick spoiler again, five, four, three, two, one. When you're fighting uh, the what is it, Katagawa's, like, ship or whatever, the Katagawa ball, that's it.
1: The Katagawa
0: ball. I had a really tough time being productive in that fight because that arena is so small. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get far enough away to do any decent sniping and everything, and that thing Mm -hmm. moved around so much. And um, also, like, when you do... At the time, I was still running Gamma Burst. It was... When you do gamma burst, you want to have a decent distance away from it because it is, it will put dots on you as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to get some space away from it, but you guys had to be like, you guys were right on top of it. So that fight was difficult for me, but, um, but there have been other fights where things worked out fine, you know. Mm-hmm. So. So like yeah. you said it is it is a it is a balancing kind of thing and like when you're if you if you're awesome at long range you're probably going to suck at short range etc. Mm-hmm.
1: So so yeah things seem to be very very well balanced so far. I'm excited to see how this carries over into into end game content but I I believe that was a huge chunk of the reason why they why this took so long to do was because let let's be honest you know there were very specific builds in borderlands two, and I'm sure there will be with three as well, but it was kind of a thing where if, if you didn't, if you didn't do almost exactly these things, you weren't going to have a good time in borderlands two. Yeah. And I feel that there's going to be much more variety in borderlands three.
0: Yep. Agreed. So,
1: all right. Uh, And then the last one, uh, we can kind of talk to this maybe a little bit. We'll find out. Uh, what character can you see having a viable build that would generally seem unsuited to them along the lines of Sniper Maya or Melee Mordecai? Keeping in mind that uh, we have not reached endgame content yet. Yeah, I'm look.
0: still... I, I said last time that I, I'm struggling to picture what would be really, you know, outside the box as far as builds go, and I'm still kind of there.
1: Okay. Um, like
0: I see all the skills, and I know what I'm doing, and I'm, and I know what kind of builds I'm going for. But right now, I'm just trying to maximize the the builds that I feel like they're kind of steering you towards.
1: Sure,
0: um, I'm trying to to play those as best I can, and I don't even know if I'm doing a good job at it or not. You know,
1: mm-hmm. we'll
0: we'll find out. I feel like I'll find out more through more solo play than anything. Mm-hmm. And I've just got way more time into into three-person co-op than I do anything else. So, mm-hmm. but it's, so at this point for me, it's still too early to say. What about you? Do you have some, some ideas of like, you know, I think I can put this together.
1: Sure. Um, it's kind of a challenge, but I mean, thinking about what I've seen so far, I still I still think the only one that has a decent chance is Infinite Grenade Zane.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that build's gonna be sick. Um I feel like it's gonna end up being super OP if it works like we
1: think it does. Um mm-hmm. yeah, if just you like find an every... in
0: infinity, you're respecking into that build, right?
1: Oh oh hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Alright, cool.
1: So yeah. Um I'm you know, I'm excited to see where this goes and I'm sure that someone's gonna find it if if it hasn't already been found. Stuff moves quick nowadays, so Yeah, anyway. for sure. So I think that's uh about it. Although we do have a little bit of uh a bit a little bit of late news that we want to discuss with you guys real quick. Um Drew actually found out that he's gonna have a little bit of extra time coming up. Um well, I guess, you know, technically this'll be uh you know this for at least
0: at least a week
1: so yeah yeah for at least a week so and granted we know the episode comes out on thursday so you may have not had the opportunity to see some of these yet but drew's going to try and test out a little bit of a streaming schedule um just with the kind of work that he does he has a little bit more time during winter but he's going to find out you know what the situation is here so you want to kind of take us there drew
0: yeah so starting uh starting this week um for, you know, like I said, I mean, at least a week and maybe maybe longer, we'll see. Um, I'm going to be uh, streaming a couple hours a day. This episode will come out on Thursday, so I'll have already done it probably twice. But the plan, it, tentatively, uh, once we get going in earnest, is going to be streaming uh, 1130 to 230 Monday, or sorry, no, 1230 to 230 Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.
1: This is Eastern time, right?
0: Eastern Standard Time.
1: Okay, and again, what was it?
0: Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm -hmm. 12.30
1: to 2.30. Perfect, okay. Yep, and then uh, I'm going to be trying to get put together a little bit more of a schedule, and mine is going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that we can make sure that you guys have pretty consistent content throughout the weekdays. And um, mine will most likely be... Uh, since we're going with Eastern time, we'll just try and stick with that. mine will most likely be from about six until, uh, somewhere between nine and 10 Eastern time, most likely. So you can do the conversions on that as necessary on Tuesdays and Thursdays, again, from six to nine or 10 o'clock Eastern time. Depends on how much you guys like me. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: if we get this, if we get this episode out early enough on, on Thursday, you
1: could uh, possibly watch Jeff do this tonight. Sure be great. So um you know we've had a you know we've been having a lot of fun with people that have been coming out and everything, uh to the streams, so to the couple of test streams and uh we'll see where it is. And uh I'm like I said on Tuesday I'm gonna be or you know on Tuesday I will have started my solo Moe's playthrough, so I'm really excited for that.
0: Yeah, I think I'll probably just continue with my Maya or with my uh, Amara. So sure. I'm gonna be a little ways into it, but you know not not far enough into it to where it's confusing as to what's going on. So
1: sure. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, with that, uh, I think that, I think that wraps it up. I don't think there's anything else. I think we're done with the episode. How dare you? Am I forgetting something? Oh, maybe
0: just the most important segment of the whole friggin' show. It's going, going gun. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Right. Sweet. So, uh, (laughs) going, 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 uh, gun maybe going going grenade today uh, for Ooh. the second time in its history. So it is. Uh, it is. Uh,
0: we've got going going grenade today. You would be disappointed if we didn't do a legendary from Borderlands Three. So we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: yep. And it was tough because it's we're still literally two days into this game, but uh, here we are. So. Uh, what we've got is, an spoiler alert, I guess, if you don't want to be spoiled by whatever. Uh, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. <laughs> so Nog Potion number 9 is a Vladoff shock grenade mod from Borderlands 3. It's a mission reward for completing technical Nog Out located in the Meridian outskirts on Promethea. It's always shock. Um... A nog is a new enemy type in Borderlands 3. It it's basically like a quote unquote midget from before, except for they've got like really big heads. I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know what the deal with that is, but uh they're called a nog. Um N-O-G. And the the fun thing about Nog Potion number nine, when thrown at a Nog, it will turn them into an ally and they will fight for you for twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. It's wicked. (laughs) It's
1: really fun. It's really fun. So if you ever wanted, if you ever wanted, you know, even more of a dose of, uh, if you ever wanted even more of a dose of Pokemon in your borderlands, you know, this is kind of a fun (laughs) way to do it, except it's it's darker because it's with people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right.
0: If you ever wanted the roles reversed in Pokemon, now's your chance. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: uh, there's there's really not a whole lot of technical info on Nog Potion Number 9 right now. But that's that's pretty much what it is. Shot grenade, and if you throw it at a Nog, it's going to turn them into an ally for 12 seconds. It's super fun. The The mission with Zara was, our, was uh, decent, too. I figured we'd go into the mission a little bit more sure. this time, since we don't have the technical info so much. Um, the way it starts off, there's this character, Lorelai. You have to check in on her friend Quinn. You check in on Quinn... He's fine. Spoiler alert, I suppose. <laughs> uh, anyways, and then you got to help Quinn develop these nog-based grenades, and so it starts off. You've got a special vehicle that you got to hop into. I don't remember the real name of it, but I'm going to call it the Nog Catcher Three Thousand. Perfect, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it's it's a normal-looking technical, except for uh, it's it's a normal-looking bandit technical. Or heavy technical. Except for where the barrel launcher would be up top. There's these giant, for lack of a better term, all white (laughs) (laughs) Pokeballs. And you gotta drive up to some Nogs and huck these things at him and it catches him. (laughs) So then you take these Nogs back to Quinn. He... You have to, you know, summon one... He'll do an exp- he does a variety of experiments, you know, as you do in Borderlands, and he's like, "Oh nope, that one didn't work, cause it kills this kills the nog," uh, and then he, you know, he'd do that a couple more times, and you get one that works out. And as he's sending the data file over, you got to go ahead and and fight off enemies and everything. But at the end of the quest, you're rewarded with the nog potion number nine
1: is it gimmicky yeah but it, for a little bit it's hella fun it is it's just so nice especially because because you can do it with like badass nogs as well yes you no know? and it's just yep. really nice to be able to like throw a grenade at one and all of a sudden they're like oh oh, oh and then it's just like ah they just like start tagging their <laughs> own guys it's it's great right it's amazing so you don't know what you're missing until you've had one nog fight another and it's super entertaining <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good uh, uh, watch how
1: you're using the term nog
0: though. Cause I don't remember if this was on stream or not. Uh, I believe it was not on stream, but anyways, so we're playing through and we're having a tough time catching this one. And I'm like, get over here, you goddamn nog. And Jeff's <laughs> like, hold up a second, dude. Like, I know that's the name of the thing in the game. However, <laughs> the way you said it makes it sound extremely racist.
1: There, there are just, there are just some terms that make it sound that way. Like in, in, in games, like made up words like that, just make it sound kind of weird and (laughs) kind (laughs) of, yeah. And and I'll admit like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like that,
0: that's not right. That (laughs) can't be doing that again.
1: Nope. Put that back in there.
0: Right.
1: Anyway. Uh, so with that, that is the first official going, going gun slash grenade for borderlands three. Wow. You didn't even say what the red text says. Oh, the red text says, that's a horse of a different color, which is obviously a reference to the wizard of Oz. So fun
0: note, as I was typing up going, going gun, uh, when I was typing this out, I made a typo and I put, uh, it's a reference to the wizard of ox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I a whole different that, movie. Don't go look it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I found that really entertaining. And I was like, is that just a, like an ox? That's a wizard is he a wizard that only has ox based powers. What is the deal with the Wizard of Ox?
1: (laughs) Either way, whatever works. So anyway, now with that, we're going to be calling it an episode. Uh, We're so excited that Borderlands 3 is here. We're excited to get into more content with it. And uh, while it's not going to be on stream for those people that might be listening live on Twitch, because you can watch us record these now live on Twitch, um, we are going to go and play some more Borderlands 3 for the next several hours. Yep. So if you're watching this live, come join us. If not, uh, watch the VOD. It's no, no, no. still going to be entertaining. No, we're not going to We're not going to stream it. We said oh, we're not going to stream it. Right? Cow.
0: Sorry. Sucks to be you.
1: <laughs> watch anyway, our other VODs. They're good. Ish. Ish. So, anyway, <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. And uh, Drew.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. Good luck and good drops. Bye.